Hello. Hello. Island time, Schmoopaloos. Which is like live. I mean, it's actually the reverse. Instead, we're doing things in a way more punctual way than we normally would, right? <laughs> yeah. If you see my head darting, it's just me keeping an eye on all the various live streams, which seem to all be working. So we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're on YouTube. We're just, there's just the, we're, we're dominating the airwaves right now. There's nothing else but us on. So everyone should be <laughs> listening and watching at their homes, staying safe, social distancing, all that good stuff. Welcome to another Gold Nerds Live. Yeah, we love doing this. This is a lot of fun. Even if it's just you and me, there's like there's like heightened stakes. There are heightened stakes. Can't make any mistakes. Right. We got to be on point, punctual. It's like a it's like a Blaney episode of of schooled, right? High stakes. High stakes. High stakes. I don't know. We got some Always people watching. We got some people watching on Twitter right now. We got Chad. Chad's on. Hey, we Chad. Love, we love you, Chad. Our loyal viewer. Yeah. And me. Oh, no. Yeah, we have lots of people showing up. This is great. Thank you, everybody, for coming on our various streams. We are on Twitter. We're on Facebook and YouTube all at the same time right now, folks. So if we're not getting your, if, if we're not getting your comments, go to one of those other platforms and 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 uh leave, drop us a message yeah <laughs> drop us questions what do you want to see throughout the show we um we're answering constantly we're answering live this is live we're live we're doing it live yeah 3 for you 3 p.m on saturday the 4th yeah all right. or 12 pacific you never know where our viewers are and then uh Carlinege. I don't know that. I don't know that name, but that person has arrived. So good to see you there. I feel like the people who who like I know seem to be the people that I get to be allowed to see. Anyways, how you doing, Lance? I'm great. I'm hanging in there, chilling in uh, Bev's kitchen. How are you? Good, good, good. I'm in the living room, been watching some VHSs all week. A lot of fun. Very cool. Uh, a lot of fun. I noticed that the official Goldberg's social media accounts, uh, we say uh, copycatting is the sincerest form of flattery. Is that the best best way to describe it? Yeah. Um, they gave us, they, 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 they gave us, I hope it was a subtle nod because recognizing the craze of, of Zoom meetings and uh, virtual backgrounds they released a few but we're sticking with the ones that we found on random websites beforehand we sticking are the, the originals ones. just like we're the original gold nerds <laughs> we're the original zoom background people oh. it's always nice to know that the the goldberg's official twitter is watching our every move yeah yeah we hope so they never they almost never like or retweet us though do you think that's like an official policy they're just jealous you think that's what it is or do you think it's just there's just like one intern that runs the accounts for like 30 shows and they're like once a week they send a bunch of tweets they have a bunch scheduled and then they come back which we're gonna get like an angry message soon for me saying all this stuff no no we're fine because they can come at this but they ain't us 
Naked Rob's watching. Real life Naked Rob is watching. Hey, Naked Rob. What's up? So, yeah, I'd love to, if anyone knows, I mean, you know how, like, things work in the industry. How, um, how, how does it work? Like, where would that social media stuff be assigned? Is it going to be assigned to, like, to, to Sony, to ABC? Is it just some, like, college kid? Probably ABC's, like, marketing department, I would assume. Got it. Got it. Okay. Someone that doesn't probably watch the show, I would say. <laughs> we're... We're, we're getting punchy here today on the Gold Nerds. We are throwing a lot of shade. This is fantastic. And we've got a huge group of viewers. This is fantastic. I see Mike, Canningham, Mike Cunningham, Angie Jacobs. We saw Naked Rob before. Michaela is on. Love seeing all the Gold Nerds. Welcome, Love Gold Nerds. Love seeing all the Gold Nerds. We actually have like a supersized episode today, too, because we're doing two weeks worth of Goldverse shows. Two weeks worth of Goldbergs, two weeks worth of schooled. I don't know about you, but should we dive in? Yeah, let, let's do it. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come up. Can I start with a hot take? Let's do it. The Goldbergs in our Goldbergs versus schooled fake battle royale for which schooled mm -hmm. has won week after week after week. I think the, Goldner, the Goldbergs OG show, the mothership put together two back-to-back -back epic episodes stellar 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 episodes to me it was all about the goldbergs the last couple of weeks although school the huge hit in my house and of course we love it but schmoopy's big adventure mm. followed by a an episode that includes john calabasas Ugh. mr perrot and glascott island time like i don't know when sweeps are supposed to happen to, but to a gold nerd having that was sweeps uh that was yeah exactly that was sweeps we had tim meadows um what's his name anthony michael hall and hubel and rob hubel all in the same episode it was almost like too much it was a lot of hard-hitting uh like back like one two three punches of great guest characters yeah, it was fantastic. Uh, Naked Rob asks why we are clothed. And the answer, Naked Rob, is because we want to continue to be able to do the show live on Twitter. Um, uh, otherwise, uh, <laughs> this would not be happening. But I will say I'm not clothed underneath my clothes. Oh, okay. There you go. That's a good way to... <laughs> and I think most people are, are being very liberal these days with what they're mm -hmm. wearing below the square of the camera. Exactly. Say. There's a, a very wide berth of what's acceptable these days. So why don't you use your imagination, Naked Rob? Know that we're not disappointing you. We've got you covered. We've got Twitter rules covered. We're winning both sides of this coin. Yeah, we are exactly. We are we are keeping it. We are keeping it going. Um it is I don't know. Are you able to see what are people? oh there's people saying stuff in the in the chat now on Twitter, uh, on Periscope. Um, hi from London. It's nearly Pesach from Angie Jacobs. Lons, do you know what Pesach is? I don't. Pesach is the is the Hebrew version of uh, uh, is the Hebrew word for Passover. Oh, it is almost Passover. So we got to talk with Mrs. Goldberg, who actually called in last week, which was incredible. Mrs. Goldberg, we we bow to you, and we talked about matzah brai which I will be making next week. So 
Passover. And uh, a lot of challah bread? Uh, no challah bread on Passover because we eat no leavened bread. It's all matzah. Okay. But you so why are people making uh, why are people, I've seen the people on, on Instagram making uh, challah bread. Every week, every Friday for Shabbat. Oh, that's what it is. Okay. Yeah, yeah there you go. Um, so yeah, I'd like to see a Goldberg's Passover episode. They've done Hanukkah brilliantly multiple times. Yep. But let's, 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 let's pass over it up. You could, I could totally see pops a whole bit about who leads the Seder in the house, which is like a whole Jewish family neurosis and the traditions passing around. And then like the ending could be Bevy the being the one to lead the Seder. That would be amazing. We, much like they do bottle episodes for the Thanksgiving, a lot of times, not all the time, but they do bottle episodes. They should do one epic bottle episode for Passover. No one leaves. It's all taking place in the Goldberg house. Um, just a great epic bottle episode, Passover episode. Yeah, like dinner with the Goldbergs, but just a Passover Seder. Exactly. That's amazing. So, so, oh, wait, the original gold nerd himself, Joe Webb. It looks like Joe Webb has dropped in for a little bit. Joe, if you're there, send us a sign. Um, so going back a couple of weeks, take us yeah. through it. Take us through the Goldberg. So, yeah, we had a uh, Schmoopy's big adventure. Uh, we had Adam's birthday and they kind of glossed over his birthday this year. I feel like they... Normally, we have those big parties like they mentioned in the opening montage. The Boba Fett's, the tiny horse from the Rush <laughs> episode. Oh, it's amazing. But this year was, I would think, it seemed like only Beverly uh, acknowledged that it was his sweet 16. And um, which was like, it's a big birthday to kind of skip over, but at least she got him Pee-wee's um, bike from Pee-wee's Big Adventure. So, oh, yeah. Which we know from... Did you ever movie. watch that show? I watched that show growing up. It was... It, it, it's almost like... I mean, kids didn't... I mean, I didn't understand how crazy and subversive and how just out of this world that show is. But that show was really, really significant. Uh, I never watched it. I, it's been in like pop culture though. So I've seen like scenes or I definitely know about the bike and I definitely know about how he like sits on the bike weird. Um, but I've never seen the and show. At the end of every episode he'd watch, he, 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 he'd get on the bike and he'd get catapulted out of this mountain and you just watch him driving that bike. So that bike was a big deal. And then it was in the movie also, of course. Yeah, so a pretty significant gift to get. I mean, no, it's no car, but as we saw Adam's reaction, it didn't matter. He loved the bike, and then he puts it in a, a major, like a huge glass case, which was, and then we noticed around his room that everything's in cases and boxes and not to be touched. It's like a museum in there, and that's when Bev, you know, freaks out and was like, my my baby's no longer a baby. He's she's not a worried. kid. She's worried he's losing, he's losing his childlike wonder. Which I think we all worry at some point in our lives if we are losing our childlike wonder. As someone who, so as someone who's owned a lot of the same toys that Adam had, 
I have been tracking down the original Dinobots and sending them to my nephew. And um, it looks like we've got a, um, it looks like we've got a special caller right now. Oh. Hold on, caller. I got to unmute you unless you, no, I think you're unmuted. Caller, are you there? Uh, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah. Hello. Hello. This oh, is. Oh man, it shows my phone. <laughs> It's my gone. phone number. I'm Zoom. sorry. That was my fault. It's gone now. It's gone now. I will. It's I will, all good. I, I will. I will eliminate that on the on the replay, Joe. Oh, I'm no so, worries. Hey, how are you guys doing? We're doing Hi, great. Joe. We, we've got Joe Webb, the original gold nerd, is here calling in. What a great surprise! Oh my gosh! It just so happened I I caught the uh, the live notification and I was like, oh my gosh! I want to see how. Shine lawns are doing. We're doing great. We're having so much fun doing these live episodes. Did you guys ever do a live episode back in the day? You did so. There were so many years of the show before we were on. No, uh, I don't. I know we did not. It was always. Uh, it was hard to get because you know Ashley was always eight hours ahead oh, yeah, of me, so it was hard to get uh, those times synced up. Um, and we always recorded usually on a Thursday when I was home for lunch, and it was yeah, it was just kind of crazy squeezing uh the podcast in but how are you doing? Uh, no how's this your, is how's your family great idea uh, the family's doing well um my daughter let's see my oldest daughter was in england for the year for school and uh a couple weeks ago she you know her program ended and said you need to come home um due to you know covid19 and everything that's going on so we brought her home uh and uh that was great and then my other my younger daughter it was in azusa uh, at Azusa Pacific down in Southern California, her classes also ended and everything went online. And then they said, you also can no longer stay in the dorms. You need to go home. So there was one weekend where, you know, we went to the airport to pick up my daughter from England and then drove down to Southern California to pack up my other daughter and move everybody back. So uh, they've been back now for two and a half, three weeks. And, uh, and it's been fun. Everybody's here. Um, you know, it's fun in the fact that they're here, not fun in the fact that everybody's quarantining and, and, uh, you know, trying to stay safe and washing our hands uh, and social distancing, but glad to have the family here and safe. And um, how are you all doing? You know, we're, we're just, we're watching a lot of Goldbergs in school, I think. I mean, we're yeah. also, you know, doing regular life stuff too. Um, have you had a particular episode that you've been watching during this time? Like that we, we talked about comfort episodes a couple of weeks ago. Well, no, actually the funny thing is, is that my girls uh, did not get to keep up on the Goldbergs this, um, this season, just because of where they were and spread out and what was going on in school. So they've actually been rewatching this latest season of the Goldbergs in school. And so my wife and I have are kind of a couple weeks behind because we're waiting for uh, the girls to catch up. Um, so it's kind of funny. They just watched the, um, the Christmas uh, episode from this year. Um, Hanukkah, you know, uh, and then Murray's 50th birthday was uh, I think the last one that they, her 50th birthday again uh so it was good <laughs> to see those those things um they're always it, i honestly think and i i'm sure you guys agree that the more you watch an episode the better it gets um oh, yeah. you know there's things that you miss the first time and then as you're watching it you you just notice other things and you realize how brilliant the writing is again and how the actors are just perfect every time 
Yeah, I would say uh, it's a roller coaster that only goes up. <laughs> the it. classic line never gets old. Uh, <laughs> My down. favorite That's line of the entire series. Right, I know. It's awesome. Oh, Lance. I still have your DVDs uh, on my shelves. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, I've had these for a year. I'm the worst uh, uh, person to loan things to <laughs> because I haven't given them back. But I, they're still in good condition, and I promise you we'll get them back. And so, you know what? Why don't you keep those? That's my gift to you, Joe. You can have what? them. It's my quarantine <laughs> gift. You, you need them more than I do. Okay. Uh, so why don't you keep them for me safe and sound and uh, right. we'll call it even. You, you can claim, reclaim them at any time. <laughs> I will hold them and keep them safe. Good, good, good. <laughs> and um, Joe, we're going to get into this week's or the last couple of episodes. Are you, if you're worried about spoilers, I mean, you're welcome to stay on, of course, as long as you want. No, invented this. I just want to thank you for inviting me on. I just want to say hi and thank you guys so much for keeping it going. I'm really proud of the work that you're doing. And, uh, and I love seeing um, the animations and the podcasts and everything you guys are posting. Uh, I think you guys are awesome. Oh, oh thanks, thank you, Joe. Joe. That's big compliments from you. OG Gold Nerd here, everyone. Joe Webb. Thank you so um, much for take, coming on. Take care. Take All right. Care. Bye. Bye-bye. Stay safe. So, yeah. Where were we? Schmoopy's Big Adventure, the bike. The and, bike. And what Christine. I would say is one of the greatest moments. I think we've reached the closest moment that we could have had to the Super Duper Looper, which is now projecting behind me. Tequila. Yeah. The Sean... way Johnny, At Johnny Atkins... <laughs> For him to suggest doing that dance to get to give his bike back, and then Johnny Atkins partakes in the dance himself. Yeah, to me, to me, and bless the writers, they were like, "We're gonna do a Pee Wee's Big Adventure episode. How do we get the tequila dance into it?" <laughs> <laughs> it's like the whole episode in my mind must have been built to get to this scene, and Sean Gambroni's performance here is perfection the earnestness with which i love that we can have this in the background right now because the earnestness with which his he moves his neck muscles here a combination of absolute precision slash exasperation that is it's it's just magic and wendy of course you know nonchalant she's dancing like moves. a pro yeah like yeah nonchalantly doing those moves like she can and that look she puts in her face could you what I would love to know what it was like being on set that day. Maybe it's just the way it's like on set every day on the Goldbergs. But to me, when you're, watching, I would imagine so. You're watching something incredible here. I can't stop watching this. I hope it's on loop forever. Play this at my funeral. <laughs> what was yeah. The so, um, Johnny A steals the the bike. Then they do the tequila dance to get the bike back. Unfortunately, the bike is now at a, like a, like not a nurse. Um, what are the, the Catholic, uh, where, where's the bike at? The where's Catholic. It? Oh, it gets given away, right? It gets given yeah. away to the church. Yeah, it gets given away to the church. 
and they commit a cardinal sin of stealing a bike from a nun's hands. Yeah. Um, to get it back, which Adam promptly drives into a uh, trash can. <laughs> Thus destroying the bike. You know, it, I'm surprised he didn't get hung or hurt. He never, he, I, I think back to the episode when they're trying to get Lucky back. Lucky is like, um, run away and him and Erica, I think it was season four. And it was when Barry was like, going to be like thinking about being a doctor or whatever. It was Barry, I think. And he, Adam slides over the, the car and like lands on his elbow, breaking his like elbow. Um, to try and get lucky back but and then you know barry nurses him back to health the amount of injuries that adam suffers throughout this show though oh yeah i mean i the me one that comes to my mind is when he when he was he break his arm or hurt his arm with the hoverboard oh yeah when he, when he, yeah, that's he fell off a hoverboard and they have to recreate the uh i don't remember what he actually did to break his arm there or hurt his arm there but I remember the elaborate hoverboard scene. You know, now we're seven, right? We're seven years into the show. Seven years. Show yeah. to remember. When when I was three seasons, I could remember everything. Now it's now it's a little bit it's starting to get a little bit hard um, to to put them all to put them all in place. And what was the B story that week? That week was oh wow, was it a Jeff? It was. I check, but I have like 30 windows open right now. What was the B storyline? How did you? Oh, it was, um, they threw, they were, uh, trying to raise money. The acapella one. Um, Oh, right. Yeah. Erica does her best. Right. Right. I tweeted about this. Er I love episodes where Erica really shows that she is her parents' child. Yes. Like they do such a good job of really connecting. Like, like you believe these guys are related. And when she goes full bevy, like in Dirty Dancing, or when she takes over the acapella group, that's amazing. And you even tweeted about the parallels between Beverly and Erica in this episode. With um, Beverly taking over adam's life and erica taking over the acapella group it was really it was really nice symmetry i think that was really good writing and i think for folks who have invested in the show in a long time that that really it feels like it's really paying off yeah um and then we had a garden party um on schooled with a ball coming back and they were trying to instead make a garden uh, in this spot. Yeah, I liked Ball as a villain in school. I like, I to me, in fact, I actually almost didn't enjoy Ball relenting at the end and being like nice and being Glasgow's mentor because Ball was always such a relentless jerk when he was in charge of the school. And, and even his son who took Adam's money in the gambling situation, right? Like, to me, Ball's always been like a straight-up villain. So the Ball redemption arc there, I was like, oh, I don't want to feel for Ball. Glass got such, Glass got such a good principal. 
He's such a yes. good educator. You see him as a guidance counselor in Island Town. He's a great guidance counselor, right? Like he and Ball to me are are not of the same breed, at least of what we've seen in the mm -hmm. show. And now they're sort of retconning a little bit to give Ball a little bit of a better arc. But I'm never gonna like Ball as a. I love Stephen Tobolowsky and I love the character, right? As, as this nemesis, and and as the Board of Regents, the head of the Board of Regents, but him you know him somehow being responsible for glasgow's evolution i don't know <laughs> i don't think man. so um yeah that leads us into to island time so now i was asking my sister i was like where's ball been this or sorry where's glasgow been this whole time on the goldberg she she uh she rudely commented back she said that he's unschooled and uh that's not what I meant. I meant where <laughs> in the Goldbergs universe the has has he been? Right, because Meller's with the Foxcatcher training people in wrestling. Yes. Solid reason to not be on the Goldbergs. Um, but they never explain where Glasscott has been. Um, we well, finally well, got well, our well, answer. Question. Brian Washington. Hey, Brian. Hey, Brian. if either of us have ever written a spec script for the show. And I would say script writing is not, I'm more of a big picture, pitch the story idea kind of guy. I would we know are where a, to start. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're big picture. We're like. Ash is the screenwriter. Yeah, Ash is the screenwriter. We're the, and I think she has written some Goldberg specs. Um, Shine are the, the big picture, like, here's the theme of the episode. Here's where we want to go with the episode. Um, but we're not going to sit the, down and let the brilliant writers like make it good. Yeah. Like we're good at the situational sort of like arc character fandom, the canon, you know, but like actually executing and making a show funny and coming up with a scene with like, like the Pee Wee Herman dance, the tequila dance. Like I, I couldn't, I wouldn't be able to go to that level of detail. No, no, no. Um, so yeah, we're we're very much big picture people, and uh, we give the kudos to all of the writers who can write the dialogue and the scenes. Um, that's not us, and but show, good question. And the showrunners and the showrunners. If you have Goldberg specs, share it with the Gold Nerds. We'd love yeah. to hear it. We'd love to read them. Little um, fiction. We could do a table read. That would be amazing. I have tons of fanfic in my head. A live uh, Zoom spec script table read. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> so, Gold Nerds, get on your computers, write us some specs or fan fiction, and we'll do a live play. Play. Tell us who yep. you want to play. Who would you play? I mean, me? You play Adam. Adam. Adam's like, to me, I mean, to me, it's not even like, I mean, Obviously, Sean is a real actor, but to me, it's just a story about my own life. So I, I like, I like, I identify with it so deeply. Bless you. Thank um, you. That like, I don't think I could translate into. Although my kids call me Murray all the time. Like my kids, in their mind, they don't see me like Adam at all. They see me like Murray. They're like, Dad loves TV and napping. You're just like Murray, Dad. They say that to me all the time. So maybe I could play Murray. Maybe. Um, I think I could go sarcastic enough for Erica. 
but I'd really want to play Barry because I think I can go crazy enough for Barry. I think you'd make a great Barry because of your intense sports knowledge also. Like, I feel like Barry's sports fandom is really, really an important component, his irrational mm-hmm. sports fandom. And, and if you were to infuse your rendition of Barry, it would be, it would be pretty good. Okay. I'll wear my big orange shirt. And, and we refer to each other as siblings often, so I think it works. That's true. Um, so, I yeah. Know, I also don't know if you have the voice of an angel. You seem more like a rapper to me. I am more of a rapper. Uh, not a good one, but neither is Barry, so. <laughs> my name is... <laughs> we just rewatched The Tasty Boys in our house. My name is Barry. My rhymes are scary, or whatever that is. That line and then he just repeats it. Name is Barry. My rhymes are scary, and then they just repeat. And and they lose their mind. I loved on Island Time, strong showing from the JTP. Matt Bush, Noah Monk as Andy Cogan and Naked Rob sleeping through vacation, (laughs) embracing Island Time. Those guys were fantastic. And then at the end, so you could see them in the background in the, on the plane and they're napping together. They're like all cuddled up with each other. Oh, I love yeah. that so much. Um, but yeah, so back to Glasgow, though. We figured out where he's been um, in the Goldbergs. He switched his letters. So he's no longer... To get away from the Goldbergs. <laughs> to get away from the Goldbergs. And he had strong G's. He had strong G's that he was uh, strong G's and D's. And he left them. Yeah. So he switched his letter alphabet from A A through N to whatever, P through D. Um, And we have a hello from West Virginia. The whole state? Hi from regular Virginia to West Virginia. I'm I'm in Virginia. Just plain Virginia, though. The average Virginia. So yeah, now we know where Glasgow's been. He's just been with the the higher letters. And but Bevy convinces him to counsel Adam on going to college, going to NYU after some disappointing PSATs. The this show really takes a lot of um, emphasis on PSATs when they are just con- literally a practice test. But but they do make fun of that because when when Bevy says this is the worst possible thing that could happen the practice for the real test and pops goes this can't be the <laughs> this can't be that serious this can't be the case i thought that was there was a nice little nod there it's true though um literally just a practice doesn't mean anything you don't submit these scores but yeah so i forget michael anthony hall's name mostly okay. because i just like to refer to him as man Michael Anthony Hall. The, the character? Yeah. Well, the, the character is is Mr. Parat. Ah. He's like the wheeling, dealing, motorcycle driving, free, you know. Convinces Adam that college might not be for him and that he should just go write, go write a movie. One of our school guidance counselors was that guy. He had like... <laughs> jammed with Eric or jammed with like Eric Clapton or something in the 70s. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. My I don't even remember seeing like a guidance counselor in my high school. Like I never went to go visit one. Uh, 
I think, I mean, I think, I, I think, I mean, in my case, super nice guys. I didn't have any like strong need, but school yeah. counselors are important people. Good people. Definitely. I have a friend who's a PhD in being a school counselor, actually. Wow. Yeah. There you go. I didn't know that was a thing, but now we Dr. know. Dr. Danny Newman, you can find his books on Amazon about their academic books on school counseling. Hmm. He's a real hotshot in the field. <laughs> Anyways, so Kameka. Hey, now, you, you strike me as someone who's been on real spring break. I grew up in Canada. We didn't have the season of spring. So we didn't really have spring break. And I went to a Jewish day school, so we just had Passover off. I never got to experience real spring break, like real quote unquote, let's go to, you know, Cabo or anywhere in Mexico, basically, or F Fort Lauderdale or whatever. I never had a real spring break in college because I was Not playing lacrosse. Yeah, uh, I never went. Yeah, so in, in, with lacrosse, that was our season. So we were always playing games. Oh, wow. um, but I would say after... I've gone on spring break, like, post-college, where last year I did go to um, to Cabo and uh, had fun. It was in the spring, so I've had, like, post-college spring break times. Were your, were your things like Kameka? Like, did you go to, like, wacky discount places? <laughs> like, I remember uh, backpacking through Europe and sleeping under a bed in a youth hostel. Like, that's sort of my closest... Or, 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 or one time we, we, we didn't want to pay for rooms and we decided to book these like tent, like wooden pods that were just in like a campsite. Um, like I remember doing some dumb things like that, but nothing like, nothing like the moccasins can make a resort. No, I always did it upright. You know, if you're going to go to spring break, you might as well pull out all the stops. Um, so I would, I would say I went to like, proper jamaica not kameka but johnny calabasas could sell a pen to me you know like he could oh, sell yes. he could sell me on anything this johnny c is the greatest salesman ever i stand by that his outfits also they always they always project professional clout yeah right? absolutely so when he sold kameka on the the kids um more honest than he usually is though when he talked about how it's true Jamaica dumps its trash like i feel like he maybe there's a maybe there's a calabas solution happening there <laughs> as opposed to his credit card days when he oh sold man the, when he, the the ninth and the tenth national bank or whatever they were called yeah so he sold the kids on Kameka. bring your own sand because their beaches are just the dumps um, everyone's excited. It was supposed to be just a JTP road trip. Erica and Ren tag along. Now, you and I were talking before, before the show about Ren. So let's dive into her character a little bit. She's Have been on- Have seen Ren? So did you confirm we've seen Ren before? Yeah. Wasn't, isn't she the girl in uh, the acapella episode? Is she the girl in the acapella episode? Yeah, that's her. I don't an acapella person doesn't strike me as also like a sort of like Laney style badass. Not normally, but that's definitely her. 
Oh, okay. All right. So it's the same person. All right. Same so person. They just, they just uh, we, we, we're learning more about her in this. We are. She's, okay. she's adding layers. Okay. Um, I don't know how I feel about her yet. I, uh... She seems very Laney-esque. I mean, to me, to me, maybe we're leading up to Barry deciding to go, like, either look for Laney or hold out for Laney. Because there, I mean, what it's a it's a long time between when Barry sees Laney again. True, it's, it's many years because Laney's now trying her luck in L.A. and doing all the Hollywood stuff during those tough years when she, you know, when she was sort of on the road. And Barry's not in med school yet, so we're at least four or five years away from Barry and Laney reuniting and getting back together. So. So it's not, I guess it's not surprising that he'd find a similar, a similar type of person. He has a taste. He has a very specific taste in women. Um, and to me, as the head of the Blaney ship, the captain, as you will, anyone that, anyone that's not Laney is just a knockoff version of her. Which, you know, the similarities, not just that they're blonde, but they have an edge to them and that they kind of not put Barry down, but they, they act better than Barry, um, that they're too cool for Barry type of personalities. That's his type. So, See, to your point, though, I really liked, I believe... I forget the name of the character, but the actress, is it Morgan McVeigh? Mm -hmm. Played the love interest from the end of the previous, was it like the last episode of the previous season? Or, yes. or a couple episodes before? I, I, I now have to like look it up. But I thought that character was a more interesting love interest. Like I, like I, I wasn't necessarily buying Barry, like, Barry and Ren, Ren strikes me as kind of mean. Like Lainey always was nice. Like yeah. Lainey really gets introduced to the story when she kisses Barry to help him in the great, um, in the great episode of- um, Living on a prayer. Living on a prayer, exactly. But Kim, Kim kind of likes Barry and she's got a sort of oddball Barry-like rage. Like that, that, that to me is someone where I'd be like, look, it's not Laney, but I, I, I see Barry getting something here that he maybe didn't, doesn't get. With Ren, I feel like this is just someone who ultimately isn't going to be very nice to Barry. And so I, I'm worried about Barry. Yeah, it's, it's, and as we see in this episode, you know, they pretend to be a married, uh, on their honeymoon, married couple. She kisses him, which I would, I was stunned by. That was not necessary if you weren't feeling it, you know, like, she said she was selling the picture and all, but that took it too far. And at me. that point, she didn't need to sell it. It wasn't like she – they were just talking to that other couple. Right. Who, there was nothing to ooh. sell. So Those are people that was – if I, I was Barry, I would have mixed signals too. I would be like, whoa, you know, she kissed me. That wasn't a, a – like it didn't need to be, happen. We already sold this couple that we were married. So Yeah, like it's a little bit like she's messing with Barry's head. Yeah, so when she said she didn't have feelings for him, um, I, I would have been just as shocked as Barry because I for sure thought she was 
leaning towards liking him See, maybe this me, isn't even she seemed like a real charlatan like 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 almost like carla-esque in her willingness to lie and steal so yeah. for me the like i would not have bought if i were bar i would have not assumed if i were barry that like i had any chance at her except that he's got laney who's like the greatest you know and so i guess his, his you know and he's barry so his level of confidence is insane anyway yeah but but to me, to me, there's just Ren seems like a bit of a bad seed. So how do you take their final scene on scene on the plane? I think that I think they're gonna sort of go back and forth a little bit, but I think he's gonna I think Barry's gonna be the one to break it off with Ren and realize she's not for him, but that he's gonna be happy he tried something out with somebody else. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think it's going to be something like that. I that, that's that's where I would predict it goes. I don't see Ren as a long term character. Maybe we, I mean, I, I I guess not, but it doesn't make sense from a timeline perspective. But a Laney appearance might be interesting. But I don't I don't see I don't think Laney. You know, I saw behind the scene pics though and videos of Laney being on the Goldbergs. Oh. Whether we get to that episode or not, considering productions have shut down and people are not being able to work unless it's from home. Because they, they didn't finish the last episode. That's like the only one that wasn't finished, right? Correct. Filming-wise. But I'm not sure if you can even do post if you have to work from home. Um, so I'm not sure if this episode will get to it this season or ever. But I for sure saw that Laney was going to be back on the Goldbergs. So maybe we we don't know the whole timeline of we know that they broke up and then there was a long time before they got together. But we're not confident that they hadn't seen each other at all between those like 10 years, right? Right. So I don't know. Maybe maybe they uh, have a little fling again who knows but or, or, or just laney pops up to to remind barry a little bit well anyways i i think that anyways i feel pretty down on ren sorry ren and actor playing ren it's nothing personal we just you know we're blaney people but also i just think ren just doesn't seem like a good person <laughs> yeah i'm not i'm not hip on ren right now um you know, she, kind of she, selfish. She she's somewhere between Lainey Lewis and Lexi Bloom, and Lexi Bloom was not a good person. No, Lexi Bloom was the worst. And I'm sorry, Joe. I know how much you love Lexi Bloom. Um, big Lexi Bloom fan right there. But yeah, Lexi Bloom was not a good person. And I'd say if you were to put Kim as the neutral, I'd say that this Ren person is between Kim and Lexi Bloom. So like she's yeah. on the lower end for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like if I were rank, I, I, I like Kim and then I like Jamie Weissman, even though she's only referenced like I think in one episode because she studies with Barry and she's in the, she gets called out in the, we didn't start the fire. Right. I like that. And then, and then Ren's pretty far down. Um, oh, and let's not forget Amanda Cosgrove. I loved her. I would have. Oh yeah. Pretty high up there. Miranda Cosgrove should be way up there. T.A. Miranda. Um, you know, That's I classic even, Barry dating out of his league. 
That's yeah, very sweet. I would even I would even ship them if they became a thing. That was a really good episode. Um, for great Barry. chemistry. Great chemistry. Great chemistry between the two. She liked him back. She was sweet to him. Um, seemed like a good, mature person, which Barry doesn't seem he needed that maturity in his life. So I, I'm a big fan of Miranda Cosgrove. I hope she comes back. She added a great levity to the show. So and, and she did the Instagram takeover. Like she was cool. Cool yeah, she was very cool. Um, so yeah, we'll see what happens with Ren. I agree with you. I don't think it's going to become a thing. Yeah. I think it'll be back and forth, but ultimately it's going to be a drop plot. What'd you think of uh, What'd you think of Erica's gag takes while she was like gagging? To me, it was like an ultimate. Er- they were like, we get to make Erica sick and do like all of the gagging that we could possibly do. She's truly a master of the gag. What a great running gag, too. A running gag gag. Yeah. Um, But to add that extra layer of her being sick, then gagging at the side of at the side of Barry and Ren kissing. um, Iconic. One word for it. Iconic. She's so good at that. I'd love to know how she like is able to do that. Oh, yeah. She's funny that way. And, and, and I think Jeff and Erica seem to be in a good place. Jerrica is just very solid. He's taking care of her. His priorities are in the right place. Erica's well, like he says, right when she's at her weakest, he must be at his strongest. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was, that was great. And then the SAT plot was, I loved, I loved the return of Glasscott. My wife turns to me and says, Wow, Glasscott's got a lot of secret hobbies that he's ashamed for. And I was like, you know, ashamed ashamed of? And you know, that's that's pretty true. Why would he be ashamed of a Prince cover, you know? Never be ashamed of that Glasscott. I I know, and he seemed like he he invested in all those wigs. I actually want to see that. I want to see like a whole episode of it. Oh, okay. We've got a Laney and Barry Forever shipper on here at M-I-S-I-M-J. So okay. Laney and Barry Forever. We are 100% with you. 100%. Oh, totally. You get it. You get it. Um, I, we all know that they're Endgame, as Riverdale characters like to say on the show, Endgame. So schooled. Schooled. The return of Laney's mother. Well, not um, the return, just the introduction to her. We've never seen her before. That's, that's she, true. And, and a serious story. A much more... It was a darker tone. It was very like a serious uh, like tone this week. I was even telling my sister that. I was like, wow, this is a dark episode. Um, we dealt with alcoholism and abandonment issues. And uh, and then even on the B storyline with the robots, I mean, a, a robot killing another robot. It was very dark. And and in the B storyline, had we seen that kid before? No. No, there was. I I, I got to say, this week schooled. You had this like very high stakes emotional thing with Lainey's mother, and then you had, and then and and her and Meller on this like journey, and then you had this like kind of out of nowhere stakes with the egg and the students like 
I guess it's, it was more me, about Wilma and Wilma's and Wilma's journey as a person. Yeah. But like the student to me, I would have I would have just dropped the B storyline. If you're gonna do this serious tone, just drop the B storyline. Make it all about Lainey in this episode and like her journey with her mom, and maybe have it like almost like a very special episode because they, they exactly some heavy stuff, and this is a big factor here laney's mom's been gone since the goldbergs when when she left and 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 laney and dad are you know dave keckner are you know just living in the house not having their holidays yeah but to add the, and to not only did she leave them we find out she's an alcoholic uh it see it was a in 90s shows love to do that it's a very special episode so they should have just leaned into this very special episode about alcoholism and abandonment. Um, Almost done like a self-aware, very yeah. special episode. Yeah, very, like, that they, obviously, because this show is, is takes place in the 90s, but it has a nod to the 90s as well. So it could have just been a nod to the, it's a very special episode by being, it's a very special episode. Um, I didn't think they needed the B storyline with that because it didn't add any, like, levity to it it didn't add any like bring it down to humor level at all um so i agree with you but i did enjoy cb's robot voice a lot and, <laughs> and in general in general i think wilma we've said this before say it again wilma is such a great addition to the show she Things really they is. do to flesh out her character are fantastic but to your point they could maybe they could have just worked that into this this bear laney story yeah um, maybe they all try and they all are comforting Lainey or helping Lainey find her mom or they could have just all been rooting for Lainey in this story. But yeah, very dark story. Her mom, sober five years, Lainey realizes that in none of that time has her mom <laughs> reached out to her at all being sober and, and Lainey definitely needed her in uh, the, Hollywood. The, the actor that played her mom, does she have a significance to you? I feel like you might know who she is. I didn't Yeah, so she that. was on a early 2000s show called Grounded for Life. Uh, I think it was either Fox or WB that it originally aired on. It was like one of those like early 2000s family, not really a family comedy. It was pretty adult, adult comedy. Um, just about a family like with teenagers and it was I think it they were in Boston so it was kind of like like a middle oh, class wow. opposite Donald Logue yeah so okay so a little more edgy Donald Logue does somewhat edgier stuff yeah so okay, it was an edgy had five seasons yeah it was an edgy show um I would say like a middle class lowbrow comedy type of thing got it so like a little bit like Roseanne but not as sort of crudely acclaimed yeah 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 exactly um so i love that show she was on that show for a while she's been in other stuff too i can't think about it on top of my head but yeah she's a great actress she's been in the biz for a while um it was just quite a, it was an almost jarring introduction for her yeah so now is changing. she going to be on the show more because I, I, I see her only as listed in one episode of schooled for the season. yeah i see her as, i mean that was a heavy episode we all need time to kind of recuperate from that yeah. 
But I do um, hope that if they've gone through the effort to include her, then we've got to we've got to have her got to have her be in the show. Like, yeah, I don't. I think. <laughs> I mean, maybe in like a holiday episode, she'll come back here and there. I could see her being like a Marvin, an Uncle Marv. Yeah. But not, I mean, but she's not funny. No, no, just in the amount of appearances that she comes yeah. in. Uncle Marv. I miss him. I miss him too. Bring back Uncle Marv. Yeah. Well, there was one year where we got him a couple of times, right? There was one year recently where we got him. Was it the Die I think it was year? last year that we got him a couple of times. Yeah. There, there, was, there was one year. To me, to me, the Karate Kid episode where where he's nodding at the end like Mr. Miyagi is <laughs> a smile at the end. We haven't had our movie homage yet. Uh, Pee-wee didn't count, huh? I was thinking, I was trying to think. I don't think Pee-wee cause, counts. Because they do that slate at the beginning, right? Where they, where they show you the movie. Cover, yeah. Right? Yeah, I don't think Pee-wee counts. I feel like there would have been. I mean, because normally. pretty close, though. I mean, that was. That was the plot of Bowie's Big Adventure was him going to look for the bike. That was happening. Yeah, but normally the movie homages includes everyone. Oh wow, that's okay. That's a level of detail that like the vacation. Well, vacation was this year, right? Oh yeah. It was out of the box. But do they do two or do they do one? In recent years they've been doing the season premiere is a Oh Miss at MIS IMJ agrees. Bring back Uncle Marv. Thank you for sending in your comments. We love reading them. We love hearing them. I think in recent we years, there's been you. like a movie homage for the season premiere and then an actual movie homage in the, the back half. The Nerds was in the middle of that season that year. Yeah. But I was that the Breakfast Club year? Maybe not. I don't know if that was the Breakfast Club year. No, Breakfast Club was season one. Um, but Yeah. I think season four was Karate Kid, wasn't it? Oh, so maybe those both happened the same year then. Maybe those yeah. both happened the same year. Okay. Um, well, it's Adam's birthday this week. For it real. was. Happy birthday, Adam. Adam, Adam Happy Holder, birthday. Our fearless leader. Turned the big 1-6. Really happy for the guy. Yeah. And uh, what, what do you wish real Adam Goldberg on his birthday? And if anybody else has wishes, send them. Yeah, out. let's. Uh, I wish him happiness, of course, happiness and health for him and his family. Um, I hope he got a collector's item toy, like one of those, like, like a collector's item toy that he's always wanted. And maybe he treated himself to it, but he still got it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like an original Optimus Prime. Yeah. He probably has one of those. Maybe he got another one. I don't know. Or, or like a misprinted Optimus Prime. Misprinted toys <laughs> were always a big deal, right? If you got one as a kid, you were like, oh, my God, what is this? Then they end up being worth like a ton of money. Yeah. And not only that, I hope you actually play with the toy, Adam, because... Take, take it out of the box. Take it out of the box. Give it some use. Don't lose your childlike wonder, please. We need that in our lives. We need Adam's childlike wonder. I hope all the things you hope. 
I also hope somehow during this time he's been able to work on whatever his cool new mystery projects he's working on with a for ABC. Absolutely. Good wish. Yeah. I hope I mean, we, there's I a hope... guy that should have the Transformers franchise. Yeah. Give that guy, give Adam the Transformers. Take them away from Michael. Bay. He should have a lot of franchises. He should have the Muppets franchise, the Transformers man franchise. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, He Man franchise. I heard He Man's coming well, back. He Man's coming back, but Kevin Smith is doing He Man. Oh, okay. And, and I think that's pretty cool. Kevin Smith's directed some Goldberg's episodes. Kevin Smith has great deep respect for fandom. Yeah, he does. Do a nice job. Now, they are doing an anime version of He Man, so we'll see how that like turns out, but, but I'm cool with that. I'm cool. That's true. Kevin Smith is on my list along with Favreau and Taika Waititi and Adam F. Goldberg that are allowed to touch things that I love. <laughs> and JJ. Andrews. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Ryan, Ryan Johnson, not allowed. Hot take, everyone. I know. But if you were listening this far to the broadcast, I will read out your disagreement with me. I promise if you send it in. Um, yeah, so I hope you had a good birthday, Adam. Happy birthday. Thank you. With that, I feel like that's a good note for us to end on. Yeah. Um, thank you all for joining us again on our live stream. I hope we get to do this again. If you guys enjoy this, let us know. And if you have any questions, topics you want us to cover in the next coming weeks, there are no, there's no Goldbergs or school this week. It's like a double feature of Modern Family. But we are returning on the 15th i believe the 15th um so two weeks from now goldberg's seems like uh someone it's the the musical episode the the musical play episode and uh they couldn't get the rights to a musical that they wanted so they are going to take a play that adam and erica wrote together okay. for the school i like it and then on schooled uh Glasgow had a surgery, so CB's playing a uh, principal. Oh, he's gonna have some issues, you know, using that authority. Yeah, so be, stay tuned for, for that on the Goldbergs. But in the meantime, if you guys want us to do this again next week or something, shout out topics during this quarantine time, topics yeah. to discuss. Let us know. Yeah, why don't you, uh, what's your digits? Where can we find you? Uh, we, we love you too, M-I-S-I-M-J. Is that Miss I-M-J? I, I, I wish I knew how to pronounce it, but she sent us loves. Um, you can follow me at Pancake for Table, Pancake and the number four table on Twitter and Instagram. And catch me every week on the Friday Night Movie Podcast. Very cool. And I'm Lance. You can find me at PK Prime 12 on Instagram and Twitter. And then this has been a Gold Nerds live stream. You can find all things related to Gold, Gold Nerds at Gold Nerds on Instagram, at the Gold Nerds on Twitter, or thegoldnerds.com, Facebook, the Gold Nerds. Hit us up. We'd love to hear from you all. JTPL. Have a spring break. Or have a happy Pesach. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna kill the stream. Later, guys. Bye. Bye.